Welcome back to Jam Radio, everybody. My name's Jeremy Siegel, alongside my co-host, Mike. Yo. What's up? How's it going, Mike? Uh, it's going all right. Chilling, I'm tired. Feels like not too long ago we recorded our last one. The timeline's all crazy. Now the timeline's off because no one has a schedule anymore. Yeah. We're both and fully vaccinated. Maybe life can get back to normal, man. It feels like remnants of normal life is coming back a little bit. I don't know. It'll. It's eh. <laughs> too too soon, man. Too soon. Uh, Single, you're, you're just super negative about everything. Yeah, that's true. Thank you for noticing. It's it's my trademark. Uh. <laughs> I remember when Trump won. I mean, when Trump lost, you. I was like, oh my god, it happened. You were like, wait. Something's going to happen. I'm like, what? He's lost. What are you talking about? I don't trust the system, man. What are you? But also, when Trump won, I said everything the opposite. Like, it's not going to be as bad as it everyone thinks it's going to be. It was yeah. as bad as everyone thought it was going to be. Yeah, I don't I'm know saying. why it wouldn't, it wouldn't be. Uh, I don't know. I just... I don't fucking know. Anyway, you got any... Any sport news, music news? Uh, Siegel, our, our teams played each other this past weekend, and the Mets swept the Diamondbacks. That was fun. Oh, shocker. Diamondbacks <laughs> lost? Like, yeah, the Diamondbacks, turns out, not very good, unfortunately. So. Oh, shocker. Uh, <laughs> I'm used to it, though. Uh, but your Mets are finally good, which is fun to see, finally, in yeah, your lifetime. Seven in a row, knock on wood, but doing all right. Well, uh, still early we'll in the season. Bad stuff can yeah. happen. You never know when the the injury bug will hit, and uh, they'll all go downhill. Actually, I, I was on my friend's podcast about baseball. Maybe we can shut them out at some point. Uh, yeah, if you were on it. It hasn't been uh, released yet, but one of those. Oh, okay. Well, you want to give them the name of the podcast well, sandbox podcast they usually talk about like betting stuff but they want to do a baseball episode well that's cool yeah they have talked about like parts of madness and the nfl draft before and... well there you go that's something exciting on, they have a twitter account they have a decent following there so go check them out damn decent following what's that like um <laughs> but anyway you want to get right into it yeah we can start talking about music now if you want. <laughs> Love, What's love the your, music? Love your excitement level. <laughs> what, the, what is even in the music? What is music? Well, it all started in <laughs> like the 1600s. No. Uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah, week 17. Oh, actually, before we get started, I forgot. We should mention this at the top. We have a special episode coming out tomorrow with an interview with uh, the artist mentioned last week, Michael Manzi. Uh, where we interview him, it's going to be a great episode, so definitely go listen to it. Uh, we talked to him about his music and his influences and a bunch of other fun stuff, so make sure to go listen to that. It's a bonus special interview with him. Tomorrow, meaning to tomorrow yeah. of when the day this releases. Yeah. yeah. Technically, we haven't recorded it yet. No, no, <laughs> because... Because, like, you're assuming everybody who listens oh, yeah. to this is going to be on... Yes. That one. Wednesday, the... Fuck, I should have this up. 
I mean, it'll be in the feed, but Wednesday the 19th will be the episode with Michael Manzi. So on Wednesday, the night, May 19th, there will be a special episode interview with Michael Manzi. He has a single coming out on May 21st, that this Friday. So make sure to go pre-save it and listen to it. He would love the support, and we love to support artists that are local and good. You gotta support the local music talent. But yeah, definitely go listen to it. it it's a great episode. Anyway, Mike, music week seventeen, the legend of a loser is the name of this playlist. Playlist names have taken a dive. I, it's it's just a tough gig I've taken up. Uh, but I try to use the titles of the songs to make a name for the playlist, and that's what I came up with. Anyway, uh, do you have any shout outs for this um, week? So, what here constitutes a shout out, and what can I talk about? Um, so, I want to shout out No Faker. Um, I love MXM Tune. This is kind of like a more reflective, uh, later in her career feeling song, which I know is funny because, like, it's like a year after her career started, probably or a few. He's like um, twenty, I think. Yeah, but this is this is how fast the world moves now. <laughs> okay. Um, kind of just talking about who she is now and with the fame and everything. I love the vibe. At least, I'd at least give a listen to whatever song by her at this point. Um, I want to shout out who I'd be from the Shrek musical that I put on here. Um, <laughs> it just reminded me of how genuinely of a nice message Shrek had. That I kind of lost through all the fucking memory of the profits the property's gone through the past few years. It's the biggest meme of like anything. Um, basically, just saying like how you look doesn't determine what you're worth and whatever and what you deserve. Um, I also kind of just wanted to shout out like songs or musicals in general because make me really nostalgic and give off a super specific like immaculate vibe. And I think those are my shout outs. The rest are kind of more a little bit more detailed at least, but not that much. Like they're. All my all my notes are like pseudo shout outs, at least. Well except I, for Chavo oh, Guerrero, yeah. which is like a paragraph. Oh damn, can't wait. I love that you shouted out all musical mu- numbers. Uh <laughs> is that our first one on here? Because I feel like I've recommended a few. I think you recommended one before this, but I can't remember. I don't know. Uh Dear Evan Hansen, that's a great soundtrack. If you haven't heard that. Um uh, Hamilton, obviously. Everyone knows Hamilton. It's all over TikTok. But yeah, no. I, musical numbers are great. I think they don't get enough credit, man. They don't get enough prestige. They get their own fucking award show, but they don't get enough prestige. The, the Tony Awards, if you didn't know that. Yeah, I know. Um, okay. Uh, for everyone who didn't know what I was talking about. Um, I have no shout-outs. Mine are all long notes because I'm long-winded. But... Uh, I have notes on the songs you're going to talk about. So, uh, or your songs, that is. But anyway, my first song, because we're going to jump right into it, is Everybody Breaks by Yvonne and Alosha. I'm going to say that's what, how do you say that name? Uh, the song actually, or the, the, the name of the artist actually comes from a Dostoevsky novel. The Brothers Kara, Karma... Karmazov, Jesus Christ! Good. But there are folk. <laughs> I can't speak fucking Russian. Uh, but they're a folk indie band out of Seattle. Uh, 
there this is a weird song that I don't remember recommending. Uh but now I lo- like I really like it again. I've I've rediscovered my own music through this list. Uh but this is more of a personal note from this song. It I think why I recommended it when I found it, it was just like I think we're like a month and a half into the pandemic at this point and this song's just like everybody breaks, just like my mental state in a song. Uh so yeah, it was a tough time for me and for the country and the world. And so this gospel like folk style I feel like with everyone singing it like everybody breaks like the moment like that it's just it's kind of reminiscent of like a musical style song where everybody comes together and in the chorus they're like we're all fucked up together uh <laughs> so I felt like it was a good pandemic moment um it was sort of a pandemic moment yeah you don't hey you're the one who's like reminiscing about the good times of the pandemic <laughs> So, you're like, I remember the good old days. I'm like, what? Playing Animal Crossings? <laughs> Crossings? Crossing? Um, yeah, it. that's all I have to say about this song. It's a really fun, like, upbeat gospel note of a song. Uh, and I, I think it was more of a personal choice that I recommended it for the time that I recommended it. Anyway, do you have any <laughs> notes on this song or thoughts? No, it was just kind of surprising. Um, it was a very interesting song. A little bit abnormal from what I expected. I didn't love it or anything. Okay. Um, that was expected. Yeah. I, it's a weird take. I, I have a lot of... this. These two weeks are my weakest weeks. I will say that in confidence. I don't like, you, any, like any of my really good picks aren't this. So did you put a lot of mine on the top five then? Possibly. We'll see. <laughs> Have you not made them? No, I, I made them in front of you before wow. I recorded. Uh, but, yeah, we'll get to it. What's your first song, Mike? Um, which one should I do here? Oh, I want to talk about... You know, I have two shorter ones again. Okay. Talk about Broom People. Um, it's like a mountain ghost song intimately describing a love connection that is just really, like, ethereal and divine, despite the gross, like, lowly life surrounding it. Um, just more material showing how brilliant the songwriting of the Mountain Goats has is um, here's just the lyric I picked out from it um, all sorts of junk in the unmatched spare room dishes in the kitchen sink new straw for the old broom uh, well-meaning teachers down in your arm I'm a wild creature I wrote it's like the what was the song that Falconetti made fun of Dawes my song yeah. It was like that, but it just felt a lot more genuine. Like okay, it. well. And I, I like the babbling brook line at the end and how he sings it. And yeah, well, I love from people. When you talk about Amazing chicken album. wings, you know it's a good song. When you shout out chicken wings in your song, hashtag more chicken wings in songs. No! Um, okay. uh, All Night Forever by Twerp. It's like a funky, like old-timey nightclub feeling thing. Um... They have some songs like this that make me make them seem pretty versatile than I originally thought of them, like old R and B, like city poppy, even um, makes me want to like move to LA and like drive around late at night or something. Um, very ethereal. If I'm in the weird headspace and I listen to the song, well, otherwise it's just kind of like a funky jam. But I love this. I Did you find the word ethereal online and just use it, or do you actually know that word? <laughs> no, I love I love that word. 
Oh, okay. I, I've just never heard you say the word ethereal. Really? I'm just... I feel like I'm just, I just feel like I'm running out of uh, words to use. I mean, I, I, that's one of the words I've used before. I've just never heard you say. It. I was genuinely shocked, and then you said it twice, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I think you found this in a thesaurus." <laughs> but then, no, I just never heard you say it. Uh, it's a good word. I just, I'm I'm running out of words. I'm bad at describing my feelings with this stuff. So I, I think you're really good at it. You last week you talked about imagery and a penny. Like I think you've done very well. I, I talk about imagery and a penny. Our friend Michael Manzi did. Well, yep, you but you described. The imagery and the penny personification. Um, All Night Forever. Uh, yeah, Daft Punk. Love them. They're great. I uh, wish they didn't break up. Uh, <laughs> sorry. That was my one joke that I told you before. Oh, the that, that's the one you were preparing on Sam. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, but I love the. It feels like a 1980s dystopian feel. Yeah. It's cool. Science fiction. I guess they're science fiction, technically. Uh, I like them. They're they're growing on me, and I don't know what twerp stands for. Tupperware Remix Party. Oh, interesting. I would have never guessed that. I thought it was just an acronym for like just a weird name. I like it. I like it even more now. My next song is uh, "Born Too Late" by the Clarks. This is gonna be a little game show moment in a second, Mike. So I oh, hope you're one. ready. Uh, <laughs> oh, this one. That's a good sign. Um. American rock band out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and they formed out of Indiana, Indiana University of Pennsylvania, the most confusing college name of all time. Awesome. Uh, uh, classic early 2000s Foo Fighters hard rock is how I describe this. It's like, it's just good hard rock with like a country twang. Uh, and <laughs> my note from this is that thinking about the term classic rock, my saddest moment in life is when I heard Green Day's American Idiot on the classic rock radio. It, it crushed me. Uh, so this song coming out in the 2000s is almost classic rock. So our songs that we grew up with now are almost considered classic rock. So we're old. Um, but I'm a sucker for a good like reference song or list song, Mike. So do you know these names? He names first names in the lyrics. Oh, shit. I should have had the lyrics up. Give me a second. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like I might. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Got the lyrics. Okay. So the first names he references, I'll, I can give you the second half if you need it. But he says, Vincent. Vincent, will you teach me how to paint? Van Gogh. Okay. Yeah. Teresa, will I ever be a saint? Uh, Mother Teresa. Okay, John, I really think your songs are great. Yeah, this is a tough one. John Lennon. Okay. Oh. How was that yeah. tough? Uh, I didn't. I thought it was Elton John, but then I realized they're all first names. Oh. Uh, William, will you teach me how to write? Shakespeare. Cassius, will you show me how to fight? Muhammad Ali. Oh, okay. damn, I thought I'd get you on that one. His real name is Cassius Clay. I knew that. Okay, Thomas A., I think I see the light. Uh, Edison. Damn, I, I didn't get that one either. <laughs> I'm acing your quiz. Here. Jerry, all the joy and love you bring. Okay, this one I have no idea. Uh, Jerry? You... Yeah, he's a comedian. Seinfeld? No. <laughs> no. Oh, it might be Jerry. I was thinking Jerry Lewis. Oh, that makes more it's... sense. 
it might be Seinfeld on its I don't know. Maybe it's Seinfeld. I, probably Lewis, but anyway, might cut all that. We'll see. <laughs> I, I didn't think you'd get Cassius or Thomas A. Like, I didn't Why? think you know who Cassius Clay was, like his original name. Oh, oh. no, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, you know, he actually has music. <laughs> it's one of I'm the weirdest. Uh, he was Cassius Clay at that point, but yes, he has an album out and it's like a trip. You know who has music? Who? I was trying to find on Spotify. Do you know the umpire, Joe West? <laughs> yeah. He has a country album. It's not on like streaming services though, but I. Oh, well, to... that, that needs to be a buy if we can yeah. find that somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, need to, we need to review that album. Uh, <laughs> God, his. He must have a guttural voice with the amount of neck he has. Uh, <laughs> put a Cowboy picture of Joe West. West up on our Instagram so you know why I'm talking about his neck. That Joe man, West is, like, hilarious. That man looks like a frog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way to describe him. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Born Too Late by the Clarks. This is a weird... Not a weird song. It's just like a sentimental song about finding inspiration and striving forward in life. People have inspiration and stuff i don't know what it feels like but i get why people feel that way sometimes and he's like being inspired he's naming his references basically um and the best part of the song i've written down even though i've read most of the lyrics at this point i've had a hard time leaving this town i've been losing everything that i found i'm gonna search the sky kiss the ground build it up and tear it back down just like the struggles of life man it's a it's a big problem in this world but anyway, like I like this like. song. Do you have any thoughts other than me quizzing you on the people in the song? I would just like to say I'm smart. That's still up in the air. Um, Bruh. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do you want to? Do you have any other? Song? I have one more. Yeah, I can talk oh. about Chavo yeah. Guerrero, of course. The best song. Um, yeah, the Legend of Chavo Guerrero by the Mountain Goats. Um, so this is the wrestling story about. In from uh, Be the Champ, which is a wrestling themed album by the Mountain Goats, which I would highly recommend. Um, it's about the elder Chavo Guerrero, like not the one that we grew up watching, but his dad. Um, I don't know if you knew that or if you thought it was the one we knew. Did, oh, you're asking did, me? You told me, so I know now. Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was John Darnielle's favorite wrestler as a kid. Um, the album has a lot of silly and heartfelt songs that really capture a lot of like humanity of wrestling as a profession. Um, I, there was one other one on this playlist, I think. Uh, Foreign Object is really good. We'll probably talk about that. Um, he's like a really amazing songwriter. I love the uh, the bridge thing where it says "Look high, it's my last hope," and like he's like, because um, he ties it in with his own struggles with his fandom for Chavo Guerrero, how he usually does, um, like going on to he like he obviously had this bad relationship with his father and he talks about how like um how his dad used to like shit on Chavo and get on the risk it um yeah it's it's po- it's like a tells a story it's poignant about the narrator and it's like exciting it's very top tier mountain goats I would say I agree thoughts yeah no I completely agree it's one of my I don't know. It's either this year or this song <laughs> that is my top uh, Mountain Goat song. I I couldn't stop listening to it when you recommended it. I 
it just captured my heart. Although I did think it was about originally, I thought it was about the Chavo Guerrero we grew up with. Yeah. Um. So that was sad to know that. I mean, it's his father or something. His father, I think so. Uh. So it's I I guess it's somewhat connected to like Eddie Guerrero and all those guys. So. But this this Chavo Guerrero sounds just as awesome, to be honest, based off the sound. Uh, so. No, Chavo Guerrero from WWE is so much better. <laughs> I mean, biased. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I grew up with that one, so I think of that one when I hear Chavo Guerrero. And he didn't specify senior, so it's his fault. Yeah, but he says who, who, who his sons were. And yeah, he says Eddie. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's Eddie Guerrero. It's one of his sons. What um, was the lyric? It, like, uh, he calls them names that get underneath my skin, and now his ashes are scattered on the wind. It's kind of like an like an interlude about his dad that he always puts in. Like I said, the Mountain Goes is amazing about like telling a story in the most human way possible, which is like telling it from the lens of himself. Like talking about something unrelated, but like interjecting like outside forces and stuff. It's great. Good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I, that wasn't a like sarcasm. It was great. Um, my last song for this week is "Pouring Water on a Drowning Man." Probably the the best name of a song with just the imagery alone. Uh, I I love this the name of this song. Uh, but Southern soul R and B icon from Mississippi, James Carr sings it. Uh, most famous during the nineteen sixties. This dude lived a fucked up life. I feel so bad for him. Uh. Bipolar, left the music industry. It was a whole thing. But this, we got this album and this song out of him and another song called The Dark End of the Street, which I don't think I recommend, but I recommend now as a song you should listen to. Same album from 1966. Oh, this is like an old guy. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1966. Uh, so yeah, he's old. Uh, but this, Mike, might surprise you. Guilty pleasure of mine is this one of is this category of like early Southern soul and blues album. It's not so much like 1960s classic rock as much, but like artists like BB King, Little Milton, and James Carr. And my other uh, guilty uh, pleasure is Jason Derulo. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I mean, he's just early Jason Derulo, not new Jason Derulo. Like it was on TikTok. You're like. But trumpets is like the cutoff point for me. <laughs> Everything after trumpets is shit. But trumpets and before, classic rock or classic music in my mind. But yeah, this song, simple blues riff with emotional ballad. You can almost like hear the pain in his voice where it's like, uh, it's similar to like Bowie. You can hear like, I'm not, Bowie got inspired by blues or Southern soul because James Carr and these musicians came first. But you can hear like the, agony when he sings uh and it's not it's not like classic rock in the six-part harmonies played on seven different instruments it's a guy and his guitar like francis quinlan that's not uh, what francis quinlan is oh well, she's the single guitar and soloist uh singer songwriter uh you focus on the sorrows and the singer not the harmonies and all that crap like you get in 70s classic rock. Uh, I I wish this term "pouring water on a drowning man" would come into like usage, like beating a dead horse. I think it's just one of the great imageries 
like that just gets lost in time. It's like a depressing time. version of beating the dead horse. I mean, what am I saying? Beating the dead horse is also depressing. What am I <laughs> no, it's totally normal. Just think about it in your head. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, the, my favorite lyrics. That phrase has just been so like normalized, so I, I don't see it as depressing anymore. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's honestly not. You don't think of the imagery. You think of the expression, I guess. You don't think of a person physically beating down a dead horse. Um, but uh, my favorite lyrics from this is, you push me when I'm falling and you kick me when I'm down. I guess I missed my calling because I should have been a clown. Just like clown school? Like I don't know. It's just simple, to-the-point lyrics and it emotional. I don't know. This, bro. Yeah, this this song's great. Um, I like this song too. I also am kind of blown away that you like this kind of music because this doesn't really line up. I mean, it's not. It's easy listening. Just like Jason Derulo, if he comes on, it's just like I don't have to think about the seven different melodies that are fighting with each other. It's like trumpets. Do 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 do. Like it's just easy listening. It's not like. Again, yeah. And somehow Bing Crosby's bad. Ah, uh, Bing Crosby's shit. So is Frank Zappa. Bing Crosby? <laughs> Crosby. I said Bing it in Crosby. a weird, like, New York accent for some reason. I, I mean, I don't know. If that's not easy listening, then I don't know what's wrong with you. I mean, I just don't like Tura Lu, because, eh, just personal taste on that one. Uh, But I like Frank Sinatra and, like, Dean Martin. Not all their shit. I'm not buying it to you. It's like the same thing. I don't know what... I, I don't know, bro. Here's my theory. I recommended that song to you and you were like in a bad mood already or something. And you just haven't gotten over it. No, I don't... I don't hate all Big Crosby songs. I just don't like Turalu. It's like a weird, like, lullaby or some shit, right? Yeah. I, I'm already constantly tired. I don't need to be more tired out by a song. <laughs> That's my that's my thoughts that song, um, but Nickelback's great. Um, so you want to go into your top five, Mike? Sure. Or, okay. yeah. um, number five is pouring water on a drowning man. Four, no faker. Three, broom people. Two, all night forever. And number one, Chavo Guerrero. Yeah, you got to do the math because I. It's uh, close. My brain. I don't know, honestly. Right, wait, just just say yours and I'll figure it out. Five is All Night Forever. Four is Everybody Breaks. Three is Born Too Late. The Legend of Chavo Guerrero is two. And Pouring Water is one. Yeah, Chavo Guerrero wins. Okay, I assumed so. Yeah, okay. I couldn't put it number one, though, just because I like Pouring Water just a bit more. Um, but Chavo I, Guerrero. Coming off the top rope. I, yeah, I... I love your music either both of these weeks. I mean, I, I don't know. I think I like my music more. I might win both of these weeks, to be honest. How dare you like your music more? Um, I, have, is, I have two new songs on the next one. Did this week have the Kiro Kiro? No, I just, I don't know if you wrote next anything week. down about that. but No, I just I just wrote the one note about it. That's obvious. Okay, I, I don't know what the fuck that song was. Kiro Kiro Kamido is very weird. I can, um, I fit them in like on like an expanded note but we can, I can talk about them at some point they have a song week 19 as well so yeah okay or 20 anyway week 18 now because we're not on those other two is somewhere only nice boys go 
what's the name of this uh, playlist. Uh, do you have any shout-outs, Mike? Okay, I have a bunch of shout-outs. Oh, Jesus. We're going to be um, a while, folks. Here for the beer reminded me of, like, a more degenerate <laughs> Frank Zappa, and then it devolves into, like, craziness. And that's some fun progression. I have notes on that, so we'll go through that. Um, happiness is not my favorite Rex Orange County, but I really love him. It really makes me warm and fuzzy. Beautiful and reflective. I feel like this guy's wine beyond his ears. Um, I want to be his friend. The same way I want to be friends with Kai Dreams. Um, Who wouldn't? Somewhere only we know. I love this song, but I feel like it's cheating here because I knew it so well beforehand. I'll probably put it on my top five. Um, Graduation by Caracanito. Um, I'll maybe talk about Caracanito at some point. I recommend this on the day I graduated. That was cool. It's a climactic little fun song. Very quirky, weird band. Uh, do I have any other? The rest are a little bit longer. I'll say. Oh, wait, no, no. Um, Hello World is a lovely Louis Zong joint. Computerized voice singing about how being programmed to work and not to feel is. Um, this is my occasional Louis Zong. is very talented and fun. Shout out. And it can really capture so many beautiful nostalgic aesthetics and things. Um, this is one of my favorites of that. Really cute animation. Um. And I think that does it with my little shout-outs. Again. Okay. Did you say Louis Zong joint? Yes, a Louis Zong joint, like Spike Lee. Oh, okay. Um, I honestly can't tell if you're joking. Uh... <laughs> I know, it was kind of like supposed to be... A oh, okay. I, sometimes I can't tell. Uh, my shout-outs Yeah! Are... The Best of Times by Styx. I recommend this ironically because... They're not Styx. No. Oh, fuck off. Falco's <laughs> taked out of all my music. Uh, recommended ironically because Pandemic, The Best of Times. It's funny. But I found out that this song has an amazing music video with uh, great hair, facial hair, and uh, the drummer is wearing an airline pilot costume for some reason. What? Makes what no fucking sense. Uh, shirt. So like with like the, you see what pilots wear, like a white shirt buttoned down. Oh, and, like, oh, okay. And it just makes no fucking sense because everyone else is dressed like they're at a concert and he's wearing a pilot shirt, and it's just like, what's happening? Um, that'll that'll be linked in the uh show notes or wherever the fuck show notes. Uh. Classic rock ballad piece about, you know, best of times with you. Uh, True Love Will Find You in the End. The other Daniel Johnston classic uh, feels more genuine and different, though, than uh, Walking the Cow or that other one that you recommended. Big Business Monkey. Yes, that one. Those two that sound exactly the same. Uh, they sound pretty sour, sour Candy by Melt is a soulful vocal masterpiece i like it a lot masterpiece um, i i would say it's very well put together uh i i love the the songwriting in that song for sure yeah it's it's relatable it's good uh, support them they're a i guess up and coming band yeah we have a friend who's in it yes i didn't know if we were going to say that or not uh I, mean, I was going to say it when i got to him but oh okay why why wouldn't we i don't know uh, so uh, that's all my shout outs so we're good moving yeah. on okay yeah, yeah. Uh, should I do my first song or I'll do my first song because it's kind of a 
message to your shoutouts. Here for the beer by the Sloppy Boys. A party rock band made up of comedians out of the group, the Birthday Boys. So they're like the, the Lonely Island, basically. So they're 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 like an they make fun of like punk music from like the early two thousands basically is the vibe I get from them, but it it's a group of comedians that are in a band together like the Lonely Island, so your whole like take on them I think is kind of explained by the fact that they're comedians. Yeah, no, because it was kind of crazy. Yeah, so like the storytelling's fucking insane and fantastic in this song. You can't even fully appreciate the insanity of like their changing tempos and shit like that unless you just listen to it. I, I don't think I can do it justice, but knowing it's a comedic or a comedic band and take on music, I think gives elevates it in like my standing in my head. It's like, oh, now I get it because I didn't know they were a comedic band either before I did research on them. And I was really excited to look up this song because I thought it was like a serious music. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Comedians. Makes sense now. So that's my note on that. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it doesn't surprise me. But it was also like, what the fuck is this still when I was listening to it? Because I was confused. Oh, it's great storytelling. And <laughs> only comedians can do. I'm here for the beer. It's uh, very ninja sex party. Storytelling. True. It's very reminiscent of that. Um, I mean, in a way, I guess that was kind of a joke. No, I think it's. I think they're similar in style. I, one's a nineteen eighties homage, and this is a two thousands homage, basically. Different, different, different strokes or some shit. I don't remember the term. You go. <laughs> different strokes, different folks. You want me to go to my next song? Sure. God damn um, it. What? I just think a brain fart. You go. Uh. <laughs> okay. Um, I have Ready Now by Doty. Um, this is an internet person, like YouTuber Doty. The song made me sad a bunch the first few times I listened to it. Um, it's made for that animated series, Moomin Valley, which I don't really know what it is, but the animation was really cute. Um, this is like the most gentle song I've ever heard. That's all I really have to say about it. Um, like the, the lyrics um, are just so nice. I, you imagine somebody like whispering you the song in a bedroom or something somewhere. Um, it makes me feel things. Not to mention, it talks about feeling ready after going through a difficult year of your life, ready to like break out and go start something new. Um, I heard that word at a time where I was definitely feeling like that. So it resonated pretty hard. Um, I remember Doty uh, speaking about how this song was kind of. Are you laughing at the name Doty? Because I did. I wasn't laughing at anything. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Um, the, she talked about this song was kind of inspired because she got out of like an abusive relationship or something or a toxic relationship. And it was about like her friend who like kind of helped her afterward. And I thought that was nice. Yeah. What was that face? I didn't want to. La- I didn't want to even assume I was laughing after you're like, this is about an abusive relationship. I'm like, oh. So I just tried to make it serious and I. Anyway, uh, it's an interesting song. I always wondered who Dodie was. Uh, I get her recommended a lot to me, and I don't know yeah. why. Because I guess she's popular. I assume, uh, but not my style. I get why people like it though. Uh, 
So now we're going to talk about the most recognizable song of the 2000s, and I'm going to try and add something to it to make it relevant to talk about. Somewhere Only We Know by Keen. Keen? Oh, yeah. Do we have long notes on this? Or do you? I do. Uh, Alt-rock group out of Battle, East Sussex, England. I love that they're from the town Battle. Good name. Um, but yeah, everyone oh, yeah, has... Battle. Everyone has probably heard this song on Earth. Just like it's like a sadder Mr. Brightside. It's everywhere. It's an earworm, and everyone has heard it. Uh, so I'm trying to find something to talk about because it's one of, I think it's one of the most recognizable songs of like the 2000s. Uh, this was up their first single off their album, of their debut album. Sorry. This is the first thing they put out. Like, here's our band. What do you think? And it's probably one of the best songs, or like, at least I think, of that time period. So that's something to follow up. Hard to follow up. But I, uh, I found Keen through a thing that Apple used to do where they used to give away free songs, like, on a week. I don't know if you knew this. No. On iTunes, Apple used to give away free songs every, like, week or so. They'd change it up. And it wasn't this song, it was another song called Everybody's Changing from the same album, which is also a great song from the album Hopes and Fears. Did you recommend that? Maybe. Sounds familiar. Okay, maybe I did. I don't know if I did. I'm sorry if I, later down the line, we talk about that song. Um, But yeah, that song's amazing, but that's how I found Keen, and then this song was obviously on that album, and it blew up, I think, like a few, a year later after it released, and... I don't even know like what to say about this song. I think everyone listening has heard this song at this point, and it goes against our rule, like you said, that uh, not supposed to recommend songs that we know. Um, pretty sure we both 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 knew this song. Uh, it's open to interpretation, but to me, it's about a space or time that is magical to the individual listening. And uh, that elicits a good vibe, as the kids say. Talks about it. Sound, reminds me of Somewhere City. The concept of the origami album. My favorite artist in recent times, for sure. But we'll talk about them more. Yes. Uh, do you have another song to talk about, Mike? Yeah, I got two more for this week. Um, I got "Nice Boys" by Temperex. Uh, I like this lo-fi pop-ass song because it kind of reminds me of like the Earthbound soundtrack. I don't know if you know that game. Nope. Um, I love the cover. It's this cute little image with the hidden text on the edges that goes on like this unchecked rant about how the artist loves people and wishes people would stop doing mean to shit to each other and all that very stream of consciousness like and like kiddish. I care so much, man. It's unbelievable. It keeps going and it's just go go. I love that. Go read the cover. I want to like buy that cover as a print. Um, the vibes are off the charts with this whole thing. I remember discovering the song late at night one summer, like before I was right as before I was supposed to go back to school the next day. Um, feeling super ethereal in some like magic childhood universe of like weird adult like spin on it. I don't know. I love it. I like the song a lot. We know the title of this episode has it's, to have ethereal in it. It's it's trippy, but it's like trippy in a nice way. It's certainly trippy. Uh I don't think it goes to the extent of like nineteen seventies trippy. But I like it. I do like it. Yeah. I enjoyed this song a lot. Um, I thought when I first saw the cover that it was like a Roblox dude, but like drawn. 
but that's just because I don't understand. When I see like those kind of characters, it looks Robloxy to me. Um, you look at the cover and see if you can read it. Yeah, I love this cover. What did I click on? You Why can see the cover in our Instagram at uh, Jam Radio Pod. It's, I mean, it's going to be small on our Instagram post, but it's there. Yeah, you're not going to be able to read the text. I don't know. Yeah. I care so much, man. It's unbelievable how much I love people. I think about them every day. It's a curse. And I just wish more people would stop hating each other based on stupid shit. Like backgrounds and skin color. And then it goes upside down. So I'm not going to read that. Flip the image, yeah. bro. Uh, it's too much work. <laughs> okay, it's fine. If anybody wants to buy me this cover to like hang out somewhere, I would like it. That could be your present once we finish the podcast. I'll buy that yeah. for you. I'll do it. I'll try and find it at a record store when I'm there next. I don't know if that would have come out on a record, though, to be honest. <laughs> that might be a custom purchase kind of thing. I probably, somebody's probably selling it somewhere. I'll look into it. Um, or if you get Mike on white elephant next Christmas and you need a present suggestion, don't come to me and ask what Mike wants. Shouty out a specific friend who asked me and I told him to buy somewhere city for Mike. And he was like, okay, I'll look into that. Uh, Shout out. Um, anyway, uh, my last song, you have one more after this. Sorry. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. I mean, we, last... we already talked about Sour Candy a little bit, but I'll, I was going to talk more. Okay, that's a good way to end. My last song is The Letter by The Box Tops. Guess what, Mike? The return of the Rolling Stones' greatest songs of all time, 372. I wholeheartedly disagree that this should even be in the top 500. It's you a good like song. song. Oh. It, I, it's more like when I found that out, I was like, I like this song, but did it? impact rock and roll it's a two minute song if anything it's a fucking soundcloud song uh but apparently it's influential it's better than unchained melody which is like one of the defining songs of the 1960s i disagree with its placement uh it's also better than like seven beatles songs bullshit uh but this band is a memphis rock band or blue-eyed soul which is white soul music. So we have two soul music songs on this, uh, this episode. James Carr was the other one. But I love finding out new genres that I've never heard of. Blue-eyed soul. Good name for a genre. Uh, but you can hear the soul aspect with his gruff voice and mixing in the striking brass and raw recording of the 1960s rock style. A moment. Sorry, there were birds outside my window and they pick them up in the recording, so I had to hit my window. Uh, I found that out from the recording last week. Yes. Uh, significant... Uh, what did I write here? Uh, significant Other and Get... Oh, yeah. So the song's about uh, the Significant Other and Getting Back to Them ASAP, or ASAP. Uh, a conversation trying to explain to a person when he says, Listen, mister... No matter the cost or way, in the lyrics there, I got to get back to my baby once more because my baby just wrote me a letter. Uh, he wrote this song based on his father saying, I want to write a letter. And he wrote an entire song off of it. I wish I had that talent to just be like, I'm going to write a song now. I'm like, fuck. Like, say something interesting. Like, right now, I'm going to write a song off of it. Say it right now. 
Uh, Don't say ethereal. <laughs> sour candy on the table. Okay, wait, before you get on to sour candy. Uh, simple, short, sentiment-driven song like James Carr. How does how do you think this translates into the 21st century? Because we don't write letters to each other. Is it like, my baby just sent me a text and I'm down bad? And I... I mean... That's like the most. That's like the worst sentence I've ever heard in my life. So yeah, I guess, yeah. Dude, I had to look up what "down bad" meant again because I I never know. I've told you like five times. It doesn't matter how much you told me; it just it doesn't compute in my head what that means because it doesn't make sense. It's whatever. Anyway, twenty first century version. Someone write about a baby sending a text. A fuck bay send you a text and being down bad and you have your classic rolling stones greatest song of all time from 2021 you're welcome uh write a song about that the box tops from 1967 <sighs> i don't know where that went mike you want to finish us off sure sour candy by melt um a friend of ours in melt it's like a new york pop band um you just describe them as pop? I don't know, rock? Jazz? Pop? Yeah, jazz. Soul yeah, yeah, yeah. pop? Yeah, yeah, Um, Really interesting, cool, like, music, funky thing. Um, Whenever I think of this song, I think it appears in my mind as, like, a book for some reason. Just because of, like, the image it paints. Like, it tells the story of the couple together in a relationship that I guess is gone now. Um, using sour candy to describe something that's good and bad, I guess, is, like, a memory. Um. You know, the line that repeats, I like you with your sour candy in the boathouse on the lake. But I hate the way it tastes, so I guess it's, you know, it's a good memory, but maybe it actually wasn't good. And sour candy, I guess, which is actually in the memory itself is a metaphor. Um, I would definitely give it a listen. The singer has a great voice. The, the writer is really talented. Like, just give the, like, if you read all the lyrics, it feels like a poem or like a book or a short story and I really like it. Um, I'm a sucker for stories that feel like that, like those kinds of memories, like lake houses and intimate relationships and whatever. Big fan. Sour Candy's great. Yes, it is. Melt. It's excellent. Uh, the soulful, I think I said this at the top, but the soulful singing of the lead singer, that was a horrible way to say that. Um, and they have a new... Melt, that is, has a new EP out called West Side Highway, which I listened to. It's pretty good, too. Um, I actually had to go look it up. I'll be genuine. But uh, I did listen to it, and it was very well uh, put together. Um, so, yeah, no, I like this song a lot. Uh, I... Two thumbs up for Melt. Top five time. Were you going to say anything else? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> my top, uh, you went first last time, so I'll go first this time. Go. And you do the math better than I do. Uh, top five. Five. Hello World by Louis Zong. Four. Grow As We Go by Ben Platt. We didn't talk about that. Ben Platt also sings Dear Evan Hansen, which is a musical referenced earlier. He's also in Pitch Perfect. Only the first one. Uh, good song, though. Three. Sour Candy by Mel. Two. The Letter. And I, I had to put number one as Somewhere Only We Know by Keen. Okay, I think that one. Okay. Um, for me, five, I have Happiness by Rex Arts County. Four, Sour Candy. Three, Somewhere Only We Know. Two, Nice Boys, and one, Ready Now. So, Keen one? Mm, yeah. I think so, yeah. 
You had it one? Yeah, I had it one. And you didn't have Ready Now or Nice Boys at all? No. Okay, so that one. Yeah. But I had Sour Candy three. <laughs> Sour Candy three and four versus one and three. I think I think Summer Only. Oh, no, one. Summer Only, we know one. Well, yeah. kind of a cop-out answer. I might throw Melt up there, too, as the best song from this week, because everyone knows Summer Only, we know. We'll see. I think I will mention Melt as an honorable second, uh, because... I want to support local bands and not one of the biggest pop bands in the 2000s. So congrats to Keen, but also congrats to Melt and the legend of Chavo Guerrero won the last week. But See, anyway, keeps, yeah, I feel like ever since we started doing the two lists a week, we split everyone. Or we don't match at all. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's a give and take. Um, this is damn radio. What? So this has been JM Radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't even remember the name of the podcast anymore. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. This has been JM Radio, as Mike has just said, probably in the edit. And uh, remember to like, share, comment, tweet, Instagram post, whatever the hell you have to do. But most importantly, share. Uh <laughs> Share all Watch this. out for the Michael Manzi episode. It's going to be yes. Listen, uh, make sure you follow just to hear that tomorrow. It's going to be a really good episode, so make sure you stay tuned for that. You don't have to listen to us as much, which I'm sure everyone doesn't want to hear us our opinions anymore. They're getting sick of us, so we need some new new voices in this podcast channel. So definitely stay tuned for that tomorrow, and stay up to date with all of our stuff at. All of our social media is at JM Radio Pod. Don't forget the pod, as always. And uh, I don't tweet that much, but sometimes we do. So you could follow that. Instagram's where most of our stuff is posted, though. And follow us on TikTok, because fuck it. Uh, but share. Share with, with your music friends or your musically talented friends. We want to get more people on the podcast. So if you have any musicians you know, uh, we would love to interview them and shout them out in any way we can. So send it to your musician friend and say, hey, listen to these two idiots talk about music. They know what they're talking about. Um, but anyway, Mike, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode where I left in us arguing about the final part <laughs> where we were. I was dying and you were just trying to make a point. It was even hard for me to listen to because I kept laughing while I was editing. It's hard. It's sure, that's what this is. Um, do you want to count us in, or do you want to just say it? Sure, I'll, I'll count us in. I don't know why okay. I suggested otherwise. It's stupid. All right. Three, two, one. You, you got, got some, some listening, listening to, to do. do. I slowed down to try and stay in pace with you. <laughs> How did that sound on your end? It was okay. It didn't sound on at all. But okay. It's never gonna, Great. It's never going to sound. Thanks, awesome. everybody. Bye. Go listen to tomorrow's episode. Yeah. Michael Manzi. Michael Schmanzi.